Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, friends. I'm Nicole. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning. The following podcast contains graphic content and materials intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. accent there a true crime podcast you, you were southern there yeah true crime podcast y'all yeah little, welcome little shout out to our southern southern people and i've got a few people in texas and such so uh nicole's just trying to be like you guys i'm just trying to fit in you know okay and that actually just reminded me i need to look some did you hear that as you're having some alcohol what else <laughs> is new around here eh? sorry love you i also love beer because the case booze. that i'm doing today was recommended by someone right it was and so I wanted to look and see the name and stuff. I'm pretty sure I know, but I don't want to get it wrong. Oh, I got some. I'm supposed to be looking up too for this. Wow. Talk about disorganized city around here. And I didn't start our timestamp. It's all good. It's like a minute off. I don't even know what that means. But um, I'm just going to say my news first. Okay. So yeah, this case was recommended by Jensen on Instagram. And she's from Texas. So like, yeah, you know, my y'all just fits right in there. Um, so yeah, thank you. We actually do look into the recommended cases. We do. We've got a, like a plethora of recommended yeah, ones. Yeah, we actually so... do. But this like the name of it, I was like, that sounds dope. I'm going to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard a bit about this case. I have I have not gone full dive into it. I actually don't even think I've heard a podcast about it yet. But I have heard little tidbits, so I do know a bit about it. There are podcasts out about it. Um, but you have to be, I feel like you have to be like kind of a diehard true crime fan to uh, to really know this one. I, th- I think so. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say for sure. But um, I did also want to do a little bit of a shout out here to uh, another Instagram individual here. Right. Um, Barnes Craig said some really kind words to us last week. And I, I just know. want to be like, uh, shout out to you. Uh, so I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here because there's a slight bit of like a comment conversation mm-hmm. beforehand leading up. Okay. Um, just know you have people out there like myself that absolutely love the podcast and you too. You just want more of what you love. I listen to 12 to 15 different true crime podcasts and you two somehow make me feel at home. And it just makes me smile. So that's just a salute to you too. Oh. And the dogs and cats. <laughs> Keep up the hard work. Love that. That that meant a lot. So thank you very much. We're, we're really happy that we can make you guys kind of feel at home like that. Mm-hmm. And that you guys are loving our podcast because we're just we're just, like we're just diving in, just giving this a wing and having fun. So totally. That like made my heart happy. It did. Reading that. So thank you. That's so cool. Yes. 
Um, we got like several announcements we're going to drop here. So this might be a bit of a longer intro than normal. Sorry about that, guys. But um, if you notice, our audio is a little bit different today. Ooh. We are rocking some new microphones. There's some fancy dancy ones. Yeah, I feel fancy um, AF. However, they're not set up quite right yet. They're not dialed in or anything. So next episode is when you're really going to hear the major audio yeah. difference. But the nice thing is Nicole can't play with the audio cords anymore <laughs> because like right now I'm moving my microphone all over the place and you don't hear Which anything. Which is so good. Okay. It's not just me. You do that too. Not nearly as much as you. And the lady in red, that was not me. That was the lady in red. Sure. <laughs> um, so we got the new mics. We're still setting those up. So coming next week, like I said, fancy, pretty audio, but fun fact, these are the Shure SM7Bs. These are the same microphones Michael Jackson recorded thriller on you fangirling over there a little bit these, these are some <laughs> industry standard microphones that have been around for a long time so i'm so happy to have these in our corner um and it's because of your guys' support that we could justify actually purchasing these so thank mm -hmm. you love them love it did we unwrap everything we need to unwrap is that all of it i think so i have one really exciting thing is that this uh this podcast is gonna have some audio like recorded audio from this mofo oh yeah which is really cool some really actual cool. like recordings of the uh, individual involved speaking, which I don't think we've done before. So I'm kind of I don't think about so. That, actually, look at me being all yeah. in innovative and shit, innovative and fancy and dropping shit and breaking boundaries. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Are we ready to roll? I'm ready. I've got a beer in hand. We've dropped our announcements. We're pumped oh, up. Let's do this. I know. I'm just like ah, because this case is it's wild. It's wild. I should be drinking, but I have a uh, tea. I'll so. drink for you. Cheers. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So this is the David Parker Ray case, a.k.a. the Toy Box Killer. The Toy Box Killer. Dun, dun, dun. We already dropped that hint on Insta. We People did. like guess right away. I was like, what the heck? Have we dropped a hint yet where it hasn't been guessed? Probably not. I think every time we drop a hint, it's been guessed. Maybe our hints are too easy. We Maybe. need to make them harder. Ooh, we should. Yeah, challenge. Okay, so who is David Parker Ray? Let's hear it. He was born on November 6, 1939 in Berlin, New Mexico. Oh, he's an oldie moldy. Yeah. He did not have the best of childhoods. His mom didn't want him. His dad was a violent alcoholic, so he lived with his grandfather, who believed in firm discipline. Ooh, Some firm discipline that there. That old school style. I yeah, get I think that. So. I get that. I think so. Quick side note, if anyone hears any background oh, noise, yeah. we do have renovations going on in the Yeah, basement. we have a contractor down there. <laughs> so if you hear some grinding or something, he's cutting tile for a bathroom shower. We apologize. Shower. So. He would occasionally get visited by his father, and when he did, do you know what his father would bring him? Like, what is an idea of a gift that your father would bring you as, like, a child? Um, I don't know. Like, my dad would once in a while come home from work, and he'd have, like, some candy or something from, like, the gas station. Or, like, a Slurpee up. or some yeah, shit? Yeah, something like that. Um, but I do know what he brought him, because... You're, well, you're. Did I already me. tell you? you I know. Okay. This, this case was so heavy on me. <laughs> well, I just want to say this is like a little boy's dream, almost. No. Almost. Almost. Ugh. Dial it back like forty-five thousand notches, and you have a little boy's dream. <laughs> I don't know. I know. So this, the, yeah, the case was like a little heavy. So I did like share some things with you through the week because I was like, I need to get this off my chest. <laughs> okay. So he would bring him magazines. Sadism, sadism pornography magazines see that's what i mean by dialed back like if, it, if a dad just came home and so just gave his son just a like playboy, playboy i guess yeah but he was young yeah that that's fair the age and the 
specific content of the magazines is definitely like, it fucked was just up. a bit much because like so basically the magazines are showing sexual pleasure from inflicting pain suffering or humiliation onto others yeah see that's fucked that's not okay see if my dad came home and was like here ben here's a booby magazine i'd be like yay but if my dad came <laughs> home and was like here ben here's someone getting tortured to death and i'm gonna get off on it i'd be like what the fuck yeah like excuse me yeah. but that's just like a bit much uh, a touch just, it's a, just touch. a bit much it's a bit much. It's a bit much. He attended. We should have a shirt that says that. It's, it's a, a bit, bit much. much. Yeah. <laughs> That's and what the frig? And what good. the frig? He attended Mountain Air High School in Mountain Air, New Mexico, where he was bullied by his peers for his shyness around girls. You can only freaking wonder why the hell he's shy around girls. No kidding. He had probably no idea what the hell like to do. I mean, to like be, just to be fair, reading those and stuff. I'm 33 years old and still don't know what the hell <sighs> to do true. around girls and women. So I'm just like. I don't understand you. <laughs> well, because girls are, they're kind of interesting. You're complicated. Well, there, there's a lot to us. You're complicated. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Spaghetti is delicious. Well, yeah, because what's the, new... the, the analogy? Like, boys are like a waffle. Yeah. At any moment, moment in time, they're in one square or one yeah, box. Yeah, they're thinking in one box. women are like spaghetti, and it's like just shit intertwined all over the freaking yeah, place. Yeah, each, each noodle is a thought connecting to another <laughs> one, touching other ones, and it goes all over the place. And it all makes sense, though, Yeah, I us. love waffles. I love spaghetti, but they are both, both very, very different. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, at this time, he was also developing fantasies of raping, torturing, and even murdering women. After completing high school, he enlisted in the U.S. Army, receiving honorable discharge at the end of his term, where his service also included work as a general mechanic. David was divorced four times. Wow. I can't even believe this dude got, like with that many chicks but anyway and had two children one being jesse ray who you may hear more about later okay dot 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 that that divorce thing though like there's there's some people who just have like bad luck with that sort of thing so i mean i'm not gonna knock anyone for being divorced that many times no but he's like a nasty motherfucker so how did he get four get married four times is what i mean that's true it's fine to be divorced like i'm not against that but it's like it's just if you're gross, like but how did he even get four? Being divorced wives? that many times, you just gotta like. I'm curious on what his lifestyle was. It sounds like he's very not necessarily active sexually, but just active. Like he's going through that many people. It's like what the fuck is he doing? Well, they with probably this time? like. He prob- I think he's a charmer, so he probably charms them. Then they get married, and he they realize like that he's fucked up, nasty. You nasty. You That's nasty. another T-shirt coming up from Wikipedia. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> Oh my god yeah there's so much all your sayings are gonna be turned into t-shirts in time you nasty you nasty mofo okay so it's believed david started his killing spree sometime in the mid 1950s okay and with that with that i'm gonna dive right in here let's dive right in we'll hear victim stories shortly but i'm starting off with who was david ray parker and like why was he well we already went who, who but why was he nicknamed the Toy Box know. Killer? Do you want to know why? Yes, I do. Why? Do you really? Yes. Deep breath. <sighs> David had soundproofed a truck trailer outside his home, which he called his Toy Box or Satan's Den. And it was qui- equipped, like I mean equipped, with item used items used for sexual torture. He probably made sure that was equipped because he isn't very equipped. <laughs> yeah, a small I didn't dick research joke. what his dick size was. I would assume you didn't. So <laughs> just thank you for the clarification. Oh, though. that's nasty. 
You're nasty. I'm going to say nasty so many times because this like it's just like I'm almost like shaky because this guy is like so disgusting that I feel like I'm almost going to have trouble presenting this. Well, we had trouble. And I'm glad that I have the recordings now because if I had to like tell what he was saying, like I feel that because we had trouble on 44 days of hell for the same thing. Like it's like when we're talking the story, we even know this story, but even to just say it out loud. It's different. It's, yeah. There's a there's shock value that, that hits our system. Like I need presented. to find a story that's kind. <laughs> Maybe for my next one. A nice murder. You know, a kind murder. Maybe <laughs> like, with unicorns. Like a fluffy murder. Yeah. You know, something that was maybe someone was massaged in a massage therapy clinic. Yeah. They Quietly, went. calmly. And then boom, dead. Yeah. Just a bullet to the head. You know, they didn't feel a thing. Something like that. Cut and dry. Okay. So the trailer and the contents inside it allegedly cost David around $100,000. Like, can you just think of the other shit that you could buy with $100,000? That'd buy a lot of booze. Like, way better shit. Or, like, travel or just whatever. Yeah. He would kidnap between five and six girls each year, holding them captive for up to three months, dubbing them his sex slaves. And on occasion... He would have more than one captive at a time as he liked variety. It was the spice of life. Wow, what a douche can I just made everyone now, if they're ever going to talk about the spice of life, feel dirty. No kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Just, wow. <laughs> like glitter, spice of life. No. No, it's no, nasty now. Yeah, that's actually craft herpes. I shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, so during the period of time his sex slaves were held, he would sexually abuse them. And that, that's honestly like putting it lightly. Like it's really putting it lightly. I will go into more detail. And I do apologize for that. Okay. Here we go. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. David's toy box contained a custom built gynecology type table in the middle with electrodes that administer electric shocks and a mirror mounted to the ceiling. He wanted his victims to be able to see everything he was doing to them. What? That's just the start. Littering the floor and walls were whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, and saws, as well as numerous sex toys. A lot of the devices were things he put together or made himself, such as a modified drill with sexual devices attached to them, like dildos, because he was mechanically inclined, right? There was also a dildo he made from a PVC pipe. This PVC pipe was eight inches long, and I know this because he had each inch labeled. That was one of his things. He wanted to basically know and learn like every inch of your fucking body and what you could handle. Wow. But that's not the worst of that pipe because at the base of that, he had nails melted in the plastic to be used as spikes that would just like rip your inner thighs to threads and stab you as it was entering your body. That is so fucked up. Yeah. However, <laughs> I do got to give him... What's, cre- what's a however? I got to give him creativity points. Though he's trash. Don't get me wrong. Like, fuck this guy on every oh, different level. Oh, he's freaking disgusting. But I am slightly impressed with his ingenuity. You know what I mean? Like his DIY? What is that? DIY sex toys? <laughs> like his ability to create these things and his thought process in behind it. Well, because his whole thing was like he could only get off 
I might have said this later, if he's inflicting pain on others. Yeah, see, that's weird and just wrong and fucked. And, and his so father set him up for this, I think. Probably. Like, really? Can you imagine being in that room? And the mirror on the ceiling, literally seeing every... Ah, I'm painting a picture. And I oh, yeah, we might post... Well, I will post pictures. I would go in that room. Like, okay, after the facts. Okay, I was like, Nasty. <laughs> after, okay, gross, gross. That came out so wrong. I mean, after he was caught, just to like look around to see what the fuck. Because like I loved like just people's brains. What kind of kinks are you hiding? I'm not hiding anything and that came out so wrong. But it's just like to go in to like a crime scene after the fact, I think would be kind of interesting. You know, like I think I should have been a detective. I mean, any crime scene after the fact, I think going into this one, it would be over fucking well. Oh, yeah guaranteed like guaranteed and when when was was this year that he was active sorry again well he started in like the 1950s so a hundred thousand dollars to equip this trailer out in the 1950s oh yeah i don't actually know if it was like the equivalent to 100 g's is that 100 g's is that how you could say that yeah now or if that was then i honestly don't know that they just said it was like value to that it could have been he was like captured later on so it could have been at that time that they were assessing the value okay i don't know that's one thing i i don't know gotcha so the walls had diagrams showing different methods and techniques for inflicting pain holy fuck this guy's thorough there was also a wooden contraption used to bend over and immobilize his victims he would use this to allow his dogs and sometimes friends to rape his victims what the fuck I'm not going to go into like a lot of detail regarding the dogs because like, yeah, I don't know that's... if you guys noticed this already, but we're like, I'm a huge animal lover, but I'll just say like breeding musk was involved and he had a German shepherd. Oh, geez. I, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, okay, how the fuck is he going to enable that? But the breeding musk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you can like, he, he, you can, be, yeah, yeah. I'm just not even going to Moving go. on, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> David sexually tortured, terrorized, and presumably killed many of his victims with these tools for like 40 plus years while living in New Mexico. Whoa, wait, 40 plus years? Yep. Holy shit. Like a long ass time. With the help of accomplices or accomplices. Accomplices. (laughs) Okay. I like read so fast that I'm just like, because like I just get so into it. I also shit at pronouncing words, too. Hey, you and me both. (laughs) We're in it together. Like I said, we just dove into this just like not knowing what we're doing. So here we are. This Uh, is Wicked and Grim, guys. Okay. So some of whom are alleged to have been several of the women he dated, including Mm -hmm. his last known girlfriend. I wasn't sure if it was like a girlfriend or a wife. Because like they weren't together very long, but then some things would refer to his girlfriend and some like I think he might have just called her wife, but I don't think they were married. And her name is Cindy Hendy. Cindy Hindi? Cindy Hindi? Cindy Hindi. Like, that's quite a name, eh? But I think her actual real name is Cynthia. I think her parents hated her. <laughs> it was a, Cindy Hindi. And she was a willing participant. And his daughter, Jessie Ray. You said this name already. So his, Who's Jessie Ray? His accomplices. Am I saying that wrong still? Accomplices. Accomplices. Accomplice. Accomplices. Accomplice. You're saying sh- accomplishes, like accomplishments, Holy it's shit, accomplices. Whatever. So their jobs, I'm just moving on, were basically to- Just say bring- his partners. 
Yeah. His partner's in crime. Okay, yeah, you'll never hear me say that word again. <laughs> Basically, bring him or help him attract women. Oh, those fuckbags. And bags. this is the thing, because I think, like, being a, a woman, like, your spidey sense would go down. Like, if another woman was involved, you know? What do you mean, go down? Like, say if, like, you were, like, being picked up or, like, at a bar and, like, and like you're, you just wouldn't be as on edge if it was like another chick with the dude, or like another chick oh, okay, saying yeah. like, "Come okay. over to my house" or whatever. Gotcha. Your spidey sense wouldn't be tingling because yeah. there's another female around. It like kinda, it just, I yeah. just think it would just yeah. makes them feel more comfortable. Yeah, because like I don't think you'd think that a, another chick would like set you up for the shit, right? Well, one would hope, but so. clearly. Clearly, for a bit of clearly, a ride. you just can't trust freaking anyone nowadays. Like, just don't. Like, just don't. People suck. David's type was young, clean, and well-built females. The younger, the better. Basically, like, the tighter, the better. Uh, this... So, if and this is something, like, I don't Mm. even have in there, but, like, if he couldn't find, like, young, then lots of times he would go... They would go to, like, onto lesbians. Okay. But that theory doesn't necessarily it doesn't pan out necessarily but because there's toys and yeah like yeah this guy's this guy's stupid he's stupid so before I torturing yeah we hate him before torturing his victims david would play an audio tape telling his victims exactly what he was going to do to them and what they would have to endure like in detail so this is the start of what would be played i'm gonna like the very beginning of it if you want to listen like i'll have a few other clips and stuff and if you want to listen to more you can google it but it's like close to an hour of your life that you'll just like never get back and you'll probably regret listening to like okay i was doing chores while i was listening to this because i had to be distracted like i listened to the whole thing i'm not exactly sure if that was a good idea but i did so this is the first this is basically the very beginning of his nasty motherfucker self <laughs> motherfucker self Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993 as a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If, at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now, you are obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose. No, you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next. You probably think you're going to be raped 
and you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is in what you've got between your legs. You'll be raped, thoroughly and repeatedly, in every hole you've got. Because, basically, you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Sound kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. What the fuck? Deep breaths, eh? After that. Oh. Um, this dude knows what he's fucking doing, too. There is so much psychological shit going on there. Oh. Like, he's smart. He's he's intelligent. He's yeah. a fucking asshole. Jack tarred every name I can think of under the sun. But he is playing so many mind games in that. He's telling you exactly what you're feeling. He's telling you exactly what you've done. Giving him control over you already before anything else even happens. Mm-hmm. Like saying... You've already tried to get your hands and your feet loose. You can't. Yeah. And he's, so now it's just you're like, just And waiting. he's just so like calm. Yeah. No like expression really. And it's just, oh, like it's just like gross. Oh. I can't imagine being in that fucking oh. room hearing that audio. And this oh. goes on for an hour? Uh, yeah. Like it's about like 50 minutes or so. Cause that, and that's literally like two minutes. And, like, yeah, he waits, like, because you're probably, like, unconscious or whatever. And he waits for you to, like, come Wake to. Up, yeah. And, yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Our primary interest is what you have between your legs. Fuck. My primary interest is his fucking brain being cream cheese on a fucking curbside. Yeah. Fuck him. And, like, he also goes into, I don't have that recorded or, like, a clip for it, but... At, after that's done, I think, like, you're, you you have to do a questionnaire. A questionnaire? That he has. And you're literally, like, strapped to this table, buck-ass naked, because mm-hmm. he's, like, this is the process of, like, where he's getting to know your body. And, like, he'll ask you questions about, like, if you've had a kid or, like, when your next period is and all this shit. Like, what, it's, like, thorough. And what happens if they don't answer? I'm sure he's going to oh, make Oh, okay. Them well, he has those electrode things yeah. co- hip, hooked to their nipples. Fuck. So he'll just zap you. Wow. Like, wow. Hey, like, I mean, like, I'm almost like so uncomfortable presenting this case. Like, I was excited, but it's also like. Ah, it's terrifying. People are just so like, ah. Okay. So a, lot, a few other things. We do have another phone, another recording. Um. But it was also, so this is one thing. It was also explained that they would only refer to him as master and the woman as mistress and to only speak unless spoken to first. So like, say if you had a kid or you'd be like, have you ever had a kid? Then you have to be like, yes, master, no master. And like, if you forget to say that master word, like then you're fucked. Like you have to. Fuck off. This guy. Wow. What an asshat. I hate him. So the tape would go on to explain, oh, do you have something else to say, dude? If he doesn't get, like, <laughs> I don't know what he deserves, but if he doesn't get what he deserves at the end of this podcast, I'm going to be angry. He deserves <laughs> to basically, like, be in that room tortured by, like, everyone he tortured. Yes, I agree. I think. Wholeheartedly. I think that would be the only thing that, like, would make this. And I'm not talking. That wouldn't even make it better. I'm not talking one at a time. All of them at All the same them. time. Yeah, 
doing it, doing everything they want. Not playing a tape that they made. They're gonna play his own tape for him too. Yeah. And let him listen to his own fucking tape for an hour. And then they're going to fucking bend him over in that little wooden thing and put his own dog musk on his asshole. Oh my god, Ben. That's what's going to fucking happen. (laughs) Holy rig. Okay, so the tape would go on to explain exactly how they would be raped and tortured, like in detail. After he was finished with them, or as he would say, gets tired of them, he would either kill them or drug them with like a concoction in an attempt to erase their memories before abandoning them on the side of the road. And so here's another recording that kind of explains that so that I don't have to say it. <laughs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Now I'm sure that you're a great little piece of ass, and you're going to be a lot of fun to play with, but I will get tired of you eventually. If I killed every bitch that we kidnapped, there'd be bodies strung all over the country. And besides, I don't like killing a girl unless it is absolutely necessary. So, I've devised a safe, alternate method of disposal. I had plenty of bitches to practice on over the years, so I've pretty well got it down pat. And I enjoy doing it. I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're going to be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentothal and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, auto-hypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're going to be kept drugged a couple days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. You won't remember this place, us, or what has happened to you. There won't be any DNA evidence because you'll be bathed and both holes between your legs will be thoroughly flushed out. You'll be dressed, sedated, and turned loose on some country road, bruised, (laughs) sore all over, but nothing that won't heal up in a week or two. The thought of being brainwashed may not be appealing to you, but we've been doing it a long time, and it works. And it's the lesser of two evils. I'm sure that you would prefer that in lieu of being strangled or having your throat cut. Okay. How was that for you? Well, there's the theory on him liking mind games. He just said he gets off on mind games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He likes playing with your mind. And, like, he says that he doesn't like to kill bitches, but, like, he's also practiced. And so you can only, like, I can just only imagine, like, how many people, like, he's actually killed. 
really. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? I He's being, as far as I can tell, I mean, who fucking knows? He likes playing mind games. He's being pretty fucking honest in these tapes. He's saying it like it is, though he is playing mind games being he's suggesting to them and this sort of stuff. But he is being honest. So I kind of believe him when he says he doesn't like to kill. He'll do it if necessary. But then he's also been experimenting to get this like perfect combination of drugs and stuff. So I imagine, and because like experimenting like with those drugs is not like a safe situation. Oh yeah. So there's, I'm imagining there's been tons of people that have, you know, fell through. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's probably experimenting with the drugs, keeping them to see if it works. And then it doesn't work. Then he's like, fuck, okay, kill her, get rid of her. Yeah. But now he's got it dialed in. He's like, I don't have to kill him anymore because that yeah. was just like a, a way of disposing him. I can dispose him another way where a body won't be found and they just don't remember and it's the better way. Yeah. Which is just crazy. It's fucked up. It's so crazy. Like my were... armpits are sweating. It's so crazy. <laughs> That's just me on a normal basis. Like, <laughs> uh, but like hypnosis, I'm really surprised that they can do that with the drugs because hypnosis, he even said it there, it's suggestion it's a power of suggestion that's what hypnosis is mm-hmm. um it's you can't hypnotize someone to do something unless they would normally be willing to do it yeah that's why you don't hear yeah but people the getting... drugs are like allowing you to get to that state yes where it's then easy for him to do it yeah so like he just he just has this nail down it's weird oh, the amount of times he would have had to trial and error this yeah. has me terrified actually yeah totally Okay, so with that, you're probably that, wondering, did David ever get caught? Yes, I mean... I, Are you wondering? I, I'm not wondering, I know, but I'm wondering <laughs> what the fuck happens. Okay, well, that brings us to our badass of the day. You know we like badasses of the day. Badasses of the day. We need like a like a, an audio to play, like badass of the day, explosions, and that sort of thing. So this is a bit confusing because it's not his lady friend. This is Cynthia Vigil. So I'm going to like go by his lady friend as Sydney, and then this is like a victim, Cynthia. Okay. David's last victim and the one who would lead to his capture. Good. Yes. Yes, we like her. Cynthia's story started with David posing as an undercover police officer and approaching Cynthia in a parking lot, telling her that she was under arrest for prostitution and handcuffing her like she was actually prostitute, like being a prostitute. Okay. Putting her in his trailer, he took her to his toy box in Elephant Butte, New Mexico. Um, question. You already have a question. I do. (laughs) If he liked young and tight, why is he after a prostitute? I know. I know, right? There is like things in here that don't don't make a lot of sense. And because he also liked, like in, I think in his, is it in his tape that he said that? Like almost like teenagers. Ugh, fucking then, gross. This dude's gross. But then a lot of like, but we don't know, like you're making me have to say something I shouldn't yet. We don't know well, a lot don't of the say victims. It. Don't say it. Don't say it yet then. So, and the ones that we do are are not like, you know, young. Gotcha. So, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Fuck this guy. That's the moral of this story. Fuck this guy. Fuck this mofo. Fuck this mofo. Cynthia was held captive for three days. 
So she's actually kind of lucky, really. Yeah. Because it's I, not like three months. That's what I was thinking. It was but that she's longer. not lucky, but like it could have been longer. Yeah. On March 22nd, 1999, she was able to escape. So that like, remember, he like started this mid 1950s. Mm-hmm. And this is 1999. Jeez. To escape, she waited for David to head to work and then was able to unlock her chains as Sydney had left the keys on a nearby table before going into another room to take a phone call. Sometimes, because this was in the house. Sometimes they had like the captives in the house. They weren't yep. always in that trailer. After Cynthia got the keys, Sydney noticed her trying to escape and came to stop it. There was like obviously a struggle with Cindy breaking a lamp over Cynthia's head, which could have like knocked her right out. Okay, which, which one's who again? Cindy is the one captive. we hate. Oh, okay. Cynthia is the badass. Cynthia's our badass. I know it's the a day, bit confusing. Eh? Okay. So Cindy is an asshole. And like broke a lamp over Cynthia's Cynthia, head. the victim's okay. head. But she persisted and ended up unlocking her chains and stabbed Cindy in the neck with an ice pick. Fuck. Like, yes. go, Cynthia. You go, girl. Get it. <laughs> like, I love it. Cindy, or Cindy, now who the <laughs> fuck is Cindy? <laughs> Cindy to the rescue. We got another person on the scene. Holy shit. Okay, so Cindy, Cindy the mofo, was Cindy hurt the mofo. AF. And this left Cynthia able to escape. Awesome. So fleeing the scene completely naked, which is a visual and a half. Wearing, I mean, that's that's way better than being in there. Wearing a metal collar attached to a six-foot chain, like running down the road. Cynthia ran down to down. The, sorry, I, I already said that. So she ran down the road seeking help, which she was able to get from a nearby homeowner who took her in, confronted her. Com- confronted her. Sorry. Comforter? Comforted Comforted her. <laughs> took her in, confronted her. What the fuck are you doing out here running so down like, that road naked? Like helped her, yes. basically. Comforted and called, her. Comforted her and called the police. I, I like confronted her. The fuck I know. You doing, well, girl? I, I did that came out kind of wrong. And then I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I got to fix that. Yeah. So her escape led officials to David's toy room and investigated or instigated the capture of David. And his partners. Good. Yes. Yes. After the publicity surrounding the arrest, another victim named Angelica. Angelica. Yeah, it's Angelica. I first thought it was Angela, but no, Angelica. Angelica. Ended up coming forward saying Cindy had invited her over and that the couple had repeatedly raped and tortured her over the course of four days. Angelica was convinced they were going to kill her, but she begged for her life, saying that she had young children at home. And, like, her and Cindy were friends. So, like, I guess this fucking affected Cindy. I don't know. She all of a sudden just decided to have a tiny bit of a heart. And they let her go. She was apparently picked up while hitchhiking, Angelica. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy that she would actually go hitchhiking, like... I think you just never trust another soul yeah. in your life, but like you're in a situation where you have to like get home, right? Mm-hmm. So she was actually picked up by an off-duty deputy and told the story to him, to this person. I actually don't know if it was a female or male, but the story was so crazy that the officer didn't believe her. What? And thought she was making it up. So she left it at that and never reported it. Are you serious? Yeah. Another one of these, it was reported and someone just brushed it yeah. off. That is the biggest like, like that, theme going through me, these cases. Like it, it is, it's a crazy story because this is crazy, but it's like, 
I mean, it's like your job. Maybe just like go there, like yeah. pay a little visit, just Maybe check it out. Do your job. I mean, he was off duty at the time, but so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe have some dignity and human decency and actually care for someone and yeah. listen to them. Like, holy fuck. Like, I don't know. Maybe she didn't seem like a very reputable person, but like still, I don't. Do people make up stories that they're just like tortured or raped for days? I, I'm sure some do, but it should be investigated regardless. Yeah. So then there was a third victim named Kelly Garrett. I think that's how you say it. And her story is freaking wild. So she was found by coming forward after the FBI released some footage they had found dating back to 1996, showing a woman strapped to the gynecology table David had in his toy mm-hmm. room. The woman, Kelly, had an identifying tattoo on her leg that the FBI, FBI was hoping someone would recognize. And sure enough, Kelly saw that video and knew that was her tattoo. She would apparently have nightmares of terrible things happening to her, but could never put any of it together. She just figured she was like having like weird nightmares of her being tied up and shit. Like his brainwashing got so fucking yeah. deep. Who would have ever thought that's even possible? So she ended up having a lot of it like come back to her, able mm-hmm. to come back to her. But yeah, like she, like she didn't know. Like wow. she recognized his tattoo and was like, holy shit, like that's my, that's my motherfucker tattoo. That situation of seeing yourself on a table like that. Yeah. Tied up. Could you imagine how surreal that is? Oh my gosh. I think I like, I think I would just like, I can, it didn't like the video didn't show anything like, well, it was like gross, but like he was just like touching her thigh and stuff like it didn't like. I mean, there may be more to it, but ah, what they released wasn't like... Watching that happen, I bet she could like almost feel it yeah. fucking happening. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. So she later testified that she had gotten in a fight with her husband and decided to spend the night playing pool with friends. One of those friends was David's daughter, Jessie Ray. Ah, oh, shit. When the night was over, Jessie offered to give Kelly a ride home but said that she had to stop at her dad's house on the way home or on the way, which like you would just never think that would be an issue. Yeah, you're trusting a friend. Okay, you got to stop your dad's. Cool. Cool, like right on, like right on. Like I would just think that would just never cross my mind that that would be a problem. Yeah. Oh, we're stopping at your dad's place. Cool. By the way, is he a like serial rapist and murderer just by Does any chance? Does he have like a toy box? Like just making sure. Yeah. These are questions you should always ask, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Frig. So there you go. Just like you're never going to have a, another friend in your life. Right. Moral of the story. We don't need friends. <laughs> Fuck people. Listen to podcasts about people dying. That's what you do with your time. Oh my gosh. Okay. So once they were there, David and Jesse basically like confronted her, tied her up and drugged her. Kelly had endured three days of torture and drugging, drugging, for which she was only coherent for bits and pieces. When David was done with her, he dropped her off at home, saying he found her wandering along the lakefront beach. And he was able to do this, And because I, I haven't mentioned this yet, but he was a park ranger. So he was like wearing oh, his uniform, snap. looking like a respectable human being. And he was like... Just being a nice guy, like I found her wandering around like a state park. Like, here she is. Dang. And then she doesn't report anything. Well, because she didn't report because she had no idea. She didn't remember yeah. anything happening. Yeah. No, I'm not blaming her. That's what I mean. And oh, that's his okay. plan. And then, he, and then she didn't report anything. So he's just continuing to be this quote unquote respectable individual when really he's actually the fucking scum to yeah. stuck to the shit on the bottom of your shoe that you stepped in. Yeah. Like he's nasty. He's nasty. Wow. He's nasty. 
So, um, besides his partners of Jesse Ray and Cindy Hende. Cindy Hende. There was also Dennis Roy Yancey, which leads us to another victim. Can we call him Dennis the Menace? <laughs> Please. Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. That made me happy. Uh, so the other victim is Marie Parker. And I'm not certain about this, but some reports say that this was like Dennis the Menace's girlfriend or like former girlfriend or something. I like how you're rolling I'm with Dennis the him. Menace. Okay, so, we, okay, just for the record, what was his actual name again? Dennis Roy Yancey. Okay. In case you guys need to look it up, there you go. But from here on out, Dennis, He's Dennis the Menace. Because, yeah, if you Google Dennis the Menace, you probably won't find him. Yeah, probably not. So after raping and torturing Marie, David forced Dennis the Menace to murder her by strangling her. It's like, okay, I can't <laughs> you can't even take it seriously. I, I'm saying you're laughing. <laughs> Should I stop saying Dennis the Menace? Just say Dennis, maybe. But yeah. Because you can't take it seriously. Take like, it he seriously. just murdered someone and you're laughing. <laughs> We just talking about Dennis the Menace. Dennis okay. the Menace strangled her. We have to get it together. Okay. Okay. I'm going to like start giggling here. <laughs> okay. So Dennis. The Menace. <laughs> okay. That's enough. Just Dennis. Just Dennis. Okay. So David forced him to murder like his girlfriend. That's fucked. They then buried her body in the desert. Um, but when Dennis admitted this in questioning... And, like, he would said he would go help them locate the body. Okay, I still am, like, trying so hard not to laugh. Keep it together. Keep it okay. together. So, we they like, Dennis said he would go help, like, the FBI try to find Marie, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. he knew, he remembered where the hell they buried her. But when they went there, couldn't find her. Really? So, they think David moved. The body. The body. Like, he was very good at covering all his tracks. Well, I, I hate to give him this credit, but he is smart. He's very intelligent, clearly. He's yeah. done his fucking homework. He's made sure he's covering his bases. Yeah. So the FBI sent 100 agents to examine David's property and surroundings, but no identifiable human remains were found. They never located a single body tied to David. Holy Not one. Holy shit. Not one. Which I think is crazy because he, I mean, I say it later, but like it's upwards. Like they think that he like killed at least 40 people so, and like nothing. So let me get this straight. He has never had a charge for murder no. under his belt. No. We'll get there, but no. Even though in the tape, he talks about murdering people. Yeah, because they never found a body. Like, they don't have the evidence, right? Wow. Okay. I mean, <laughs> arguably, he, there, he, he confessed. I know. I feel like that. Okay. I feel like that's just. Yeah. I know. I know. I found that weird, too. But anyway, we're going to move on here. We're going to move on from that. We'll, we'll talk about it again. Um, okay. And just one more touch point that I want to say has how careful he was is he had a journal that contained dozens of entries mm -hmm. dates and the number of times he tortured each victim but names were never associated like he never wrote down their names or anything a couple theories for where the bodies could be being that he's a park ranger he had access to a lot of private areas that were like off the beaten path potentially right yeah and elephant butte lake which was right near his home, is the largest body of water in New Mexico, covering over 40,000 acres. 
So it's like basically impossible to search the whole lake. Yeah. I'm assuming it's probably got some pretty deep spots too. Where Yeah, yeah okay. very deep spots. Because they did find a map of the lake in his home. And there was a, an X labeled. Yeah. But they had no luck finding like a body. Jeez. Like just crazy. But knowing him, that could have been something to lead them completely off the trail. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Because there, and this was in another, in, I don't remember exactly a video or something. Cindy did say like he knew what to do for making sure the bodies like stayed underwater. Mm -hmm. But then if he knew what to do, that means like he must have experimented. So I don't know. It's just crazy that like he just is, there's just no body ever found. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. Like just crazy. Uh, so that basically brings us like to the convictions. Dennis was convicted of second-degree murder and of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and was sentenced to two 15-year prison terms. But you might have a question that I'm going to answer. Okay. This seems like a, a like a harsh sentence possibly, right? Yes, because my hand is literally but raised right now. But he pleaded guilty in court. He pleaded guilty. With oh, speculation okay. that David had something to do with that. He was like manipulating him behind bars. Like he got a note yeah. that basically said something like rats don't do well in prison. So instead of like, you know, saying not guilty because I don't think that he necessarily deserved 30 years in prison. Yeah. He just pleaded guilty because he Holy was scared shitless shit. of David. So he got a friggin' murder charge. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cindy... Oh, 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 yeah, this leads me to my other clip. I have a short clip to play from an interview she did that aired on the Discovery Channel, I think it was. Okay. She had only been date with David for under a year when he was caught. But she knew, like, a lot and didn't do anything to stop it. But I was like, it's surprising. Like, he had other lady friends, I think, right? So he apparently told her he had killed at least one girl a year for 40 years. So that's, like, the 40. Yeah. And though she that scared her, it also interested her to get to know a serial killer. Which I'm like, oh my god, you could just like run for the fucking hills, but okay. Weren't you saying something like that the other day? You'd like to meet a serial killer? Yeah, but not like date. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but not like date one and live with one. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's Maybe fair. like if they were behind bars and I just got to be like, why are you a dick? You're freaking weird. <laughs> you're freaking weird. That's another t-shirt from Nicole that we're going to get made one day. You're hi, you're freaking weird. Okay, so here's um here's Cindy's clip. As a woman, what did you think doing uh, these things to other women? I had no remorse at the time. It was like um, slow motion. Uh -huh. I was there, but I don't think I had any feeling one way or the other. I didn't hate Cindy. I just didn't know her. And you were not horrified? No, nothing drastic was happening. There was no blood or... She wasn't being beat to a pulp or anything, you know. So what's there to be horrified over? What's there to be horrified over? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, gross. Fuck her. So much to be horrified over. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Fuck her. Anyway, so Cindy was also manipulated by David while in jail and recanted her confession, saying she made it all up because she did like a full-on confession. 
She was sentenced in 2000 for her roles in the abduction and torture of Cynthia and Angelica, receiving 36 years behind bars. But after serving half her sentence, Cindy is now a free bird. Of course. She's a free bird. But I mean, 18 years. Uh, I don't know. She should be locked up That's for, not for that a long, long time. Really, yeah. She should also be put in the toy box and all those victims that she was involved in. Because at first chance. I was kind of like, okay, maybe she's not like a terrible person. But then when I read or listened to that, I was like, actually, you are. A I hate how people person. can just recant confessions. Yeah. Like, well, because I don't know, like, he got to her too while she was. Yeah, but even still, like, imagine going into work one day, going up to your boss in their face and be like, hey, fuck Tart. Fuck you, you piece of shit. And then going to work. And then your boss an hour later calls you in the office and be like, look, we got to fire you. And you're like, why? Well, what you said to me earlier, that's unacceptable. Oh, I take that back. It's okay. I know. But like in court, you can just take shit back. Right? Like what the fuck? Which is crazy. Okay. You can't take back raping those people. You can't take back murdering those people. Why can you take that back? So as for Jesse, the daughter, her father actually offered to plead guilty to certain charges in order to get her, like, released. So she served two and a half years in jail. But that we know of, she was only, like, involved with Kelly, but I mean, like, that we know of, you know. Mm-hmm. she was She's probably crazy, too. Um, So we're almost wrapping up here. I know this is, like, a bit of a longer episode than we usually have, but, like, I didn't want to stop it and make you guys like have to wait a day because like we need to just close this. Yeah. It just needs to be closed. Yeah. Don't want to drag this on. <laughs> okay. So that, and so it really, we're just, it brings us to David. So he was convicted in 2001. I don't think you're going to be happy, Ben. I don't think I'm going to be either. I don't know. Okay. There were numerous trials, but in the end, David was sentenced to over 200 years in prison for his offenses of adoption abduction and sexual torture okay i like that but david never admitted to any murders though in 2002 he let authorities know he was willing to talk okay but a meeting was scheduled but david died of a heart attack before it took place fucking serious he served a total of three years of his 224 year sentence fucking kidding me he died. I'm fucking glad he's dead. Yeah, but, but I know like holy people didn't want that. Like there was even the victim saying like, you know, like maybe execute or whatever, but like they wanted him to like suffer. Yeah. And like he just where's has the a heart justice? attack where's, and just dies. Where's and he was just about, I think, to probably maybe even admit to more. Who knows? Yeah. Like there's bodies. There's I don't know. Like there's so much that's just never going to be known now. I think they can't find a single body or nothing. I really hope he's in a fucking toy box in a place that's fucking burning for the rest of his fucking eternity. Yeah. And he's got some little fucking minions running around doing exactly what he had done to those girls. There is like a website um, that has a whole bunch of like pieces of jewelry and stuff Mm -hmm. that you can look at to see like if you like recognize it of like maybe a loved one or something. Because yeah, they're just like, what did they do? You know? Maybe we'll link that link in the show notes here do you have that website um i don't know if i saved it but i can find it again okay well we'll see so, if yeah. we can put it down below but yeah so that's the story of the toy box asshole the toy box killer 
and Dennis the Menace. Yeah, but he's <laughs> called the killer. But yeah, he's not charged with any murder. So it's but he is a killer. He he's clearly a yeah. fucking killer. Yeah, Dennis the Menace. Thank goodness for that because that was a little bit of comic relief for everyone. <laughs> a little bit. You were literally crying. You were laughing so hard. I, at that I point. was crying. Yeah, it was it was perfect. Well, that was a good. Well, not a good episode, but uh, well done on the research and delivery. Thank you, thank you. Well, and with that, make sure you guys stay wicked. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.